What is up, guys? Welcome to Sunday Service. Uh, these are a quick little bite-sized podcast where I talk about anything relevant at that given point in time. And you know what, guys? I'd love to have your submissions. Um, if you follow me on the socials, uh, reach out and let me know what you might like to hear me rant about or give my two cents about on the Sunday Service podcast. Um, today, guys, what we're going to be talking about is... Um, how you can truly live a healthy lifestyle. So health and well-being overall to me is really, you know, it's more than just an upbeat quote, okay? So I would uh, suggest that to be living a truly um, healthy life, then you should be um, creating or your first step should be to create healthy habits, okay? So um, these these things are things that you would work at over time. So you'd be building these healthy habits over time. Um, and it's stuff that will really stack over the top of one another until at a certain point in time, you, you get to that uh, point in your life where you've got all aspects of your life working together in a healthy relationship so that you can live a long and fulfilled life. So, what do I mean by that? Uh, in my opinion, there are a few key um, habits that you really need to, uh, I guess, focus on to have true health and well-being. The first one would be eating. Okay, we do a lot of this, guys, um, and this can really affect our um, can affect our health in a negative way, especially nowadays where you know food um, is quite convenient. Takeaway food, uh, very easy to go to a drive-through at any given takeaway shop. Drive-through, you don't even have to get out of your car these days to get food. Um, which you know there are better alternatives. Um, given that, you know, I don't mind going to the Guzman Guzmani Gomez drive-through and getting myself a fajita bowl but large majority of that sort of uh, food is is really not great for you and um, so that that in itself is going to be make up a massive amount of you know um, your your total health and well-being and I've seen this in, in my time as a personal trainer quite a bit you know like people eating for convenience and not really realizing how much um, it is like just deteriorating their health eating this rubbish so the the food like say for instance something like mcdonald's or kfc so convenient to just go through the drive-through grab that on your way home from work you know maybe you're too tired too lazy to unmotivated to uh prepare food and you just would prefer to go pardon me go through the drive-through and grab yourself, you know, a, a Big Mac meal. But you know what? That that is probably a total waste of money because that is absolutely devoid of any nutritional benefits at all. So you're not getting anything out of that meal, and that meal is going to make you feel like crap. And on top of that, it's probably going to add to you know your your internal fat, so your visceral fat, and also you know if you eat enough of it, it's going to make you. Um, go up in weight and go up in body fat overall. So that's really only bad news from there on in. So 
that one in itself is is a is a pretty large habit, um, and that can be broken down as well. So all of these are little stackable um, blocks. So we've got about four that I'll that I'll talk or touch on quickly. But within those four uh, steps or four healthy habits are even more little building blocks. So something that you could do quite easily with, say, nutrition and eating to help you move forward um, and create overall a healthy habit with food is just food journaling. Food journaling is, and I could probably do a whole nother podcast on just nutrition tips and food journaling, but food journaling can be quite powerful um, for you to really uh, just kind of take note and bring to the forefront what it is that you're actually eating because a lot of people, we're mindlessly eating. We're just eating food for the sake of it and uh, we're not even realizing you know, that maybe, first of all, we're not hungry or second of all, we've been snacking all day and our calorie intake is blown way out because you're just really not registering the fact that you're having having a meal. You're not sitting down and um, taking the time because we're all so time poor nowadays, right? Um, so yeah, food journaling is one little habit that um, can really help you uh, with uh, just just making a better um, choice, I guess, with a lot of your food and just bring to the forefront and making more aware what the food is that you're eating and you're actually putting into your mouth. And then from there you can make small little habit changes. So you might have a week's worth of food journaling. You go back through and you go, wow, I realized that I've not eaten any vegetables in the last week. So in the next week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that I eat at least two different types of veggies a week, uh, a day, sorry. So, you know, when you think of that one little habit goal, do you think that's achievable? Yeah, totally. You can eat two two types of veg a day quite easily throughout the week. And that is one of those little stackable habits. So then you go back to the next week and you go, okay, look, I realize I'm not really uh, drinking a whole lot of water. So I'm going to make sure that I drink two liters of water every day. So now you're eating more veg and you're drinking more water. And then you go to the next week and you stack another habit. You go to the next week and you stack another habit. And this is something that you can do with all these different aspects of your health. So not just with your food. So hopefully this is starting to get you think about, okay, this is how I can move forward to living my best healthy lifestyle. So the next one that I would talk about would be training and this is a given. So we we uh, we all know that there are massive health benefits for for doing some sort of planned activity. So even if you live uh, healthy, active, uh, sorry, I should say live a health, uh, live an active life. So say you have an active job. Um, say you're a park ranger or something like that, and you're you're walking around all day. Um, it is still quite benef- beneficial for you to do some sort of planned activity. Now it doesn't necessarily have to be training at a gym. You're probably thinking, shock horror. He said, don't go and train at a gym. But I am a massive advocate of allowing people to do what they really enjoy in terms of like training and and fitness um, activities. Because if you're going to the gym four times a week because you think that that's the best thing for you, but you truly don't enjoy it, do you think you're going to be getting the most out of it? No, chances are you're probably not. Or you might just scrape through, but is that going to be sustainable? 
No, I don't think so. Okay, so if it's not an activity that you that you're enjoying, then ask yourself why am I doing it? So there's so many different ways um, that we can stack a habit here within the training, but I would suggest that you know if so not not even just talking about creating a healthy lifestyle but if we if we nail it right down to you've got a weight loss goal and you want to lose weight then are you doing everything are you doing something every day to help you drop that weight so output is massive when we talk about that so just making sure that you like walk for half an hour every day do you think do you think that if you had a massive goal like losing, say, 10 kilos, um, you would find half an hour every day just to go for a brisk walk? I think you could. I think you could for sure. Um, so I got a little bit sidetracked there. But in in uh, the, the long and short of it is that with the training, um, find an activity that you really enjoy. And now that could be playing touch football three times a week. That could be going to the gym. That could be hiking on the weekend. That could be walking your dogs every day. You know, the the possibilities are really endless. You might go surfing every morning. Uh, You might play golf, you know, sports, activities, that sort of stuff. So, Find something that you really enjoy. And if you don't have anything that you enjoy, the key is to just start. So like I said before, if you have like a weight loss goal, just start moving, you know, half an hour every day. If you do half an hour every day, then you'll start to increase your output and you'll start to make some progress. But try and find something that you really enjoy. And this is where you can go out and experiment with different types of training, different gyms, um, different sports, all that sort of stuff as well. So you can even do your own home workouts. You don't need any equipment to be able to train. You can do a, a body weight circuit in 10 minutes that's going to get your heart rate up, get the blood pumping, get your body moving, and maybe even build a little bit of muscle mass. You never know. Okay, so this is all stuff that's accessible to everyone. So you don't necessarily need to go to a gym. But if that was something that you were, you were interested in, then I would highly recommend it. I've been training at a gym since I was 13, um, 30 going on 31 in Feb. So I've been training for a large majority of my life and I actually really enjoy it in lots of different ways. Um, so yeah, uh, that's the, that's the second one. So making sure that you've got training as one of your, uh, healthy key, key healthy habits. The third one is mindset. Now mindset can, uh, can be, very broad and we can concentrate on like lots of little different bits and pieces. But I think mindset, what I'd like to touch on here is surrounding yourself um, within a a group of people who are going to help you to foster whatever your goals are at that given point in time. So say for instance, um, you're really wanting to progress in your career um, and you you know, wanting, wanting a promotion or um, something, something along those lines, then maybe reaching out for like a, a coach or a mentor um, or someone who you admire that does what you do or potentially even um, expanding your network within your own work community as well. So um, that is just one example, I guess. Another example could be 
maybe you feel as though you're just not mentally strong enough, maybe um, you're lacking confidence, you're lacking um, self-belief and all this sort of stuff. So maybe you're going to reach out to a community of people that's going to help you lift up your uh, self-worth and your self-belief and all that sort of stuff. So say, for instance, somewhere like PLC where I work, we, we work a lot on um, providing a community um, where you know, you're really fostered to grow your own mental strength. Now, I'm not saying that you have to go and train at PLC, but what happens is when you get in amongst a, a community group like this then you and you fully immerse yourself within it, then you have all these different touch points. So, you know, that community group may have all their social media um, outlets. They may have like social outings that they do. You may then branch out and make other new friends within that community group. And this will really help you to build, as I said, a, a mindset um, that is number one, stronger, but number two, you're uplifted by the people that you're surrounded by. So hopefully the people that you're surrounded by are are people who you look up to and who you want to be more like. So, um, you know, if you're, um, say for instance, if you're in a job that you hate and the relationships you have with those people at work are quite toxic, you know, you don't get on well with them, um, you hate going to work because you're going to have to deal with Sally and Sally just, you know, um, is, is quite uh, mean to you and she bullies you a little bit at work and, you know, she's always um, on your back about stuff. So, you know, after a while that becomes quite toxic and then you're thinking more negative thoughts and, um, you know, it's probably even toxic on, on Sally as well. She probably thinks, oh, you know, like Richard's, um, Richard's a bit sour today. Like why am I getting this vibe from Richard? But, um, you know, like if you're in a scenario like that where you're not enjoying that environment and the environment is toxic and you realize that and you've become quite negative and your mindset is not right, then remove yourself from that environment. I have been in, uh, I guess, work roles where that has really had a major effect and impact on my mental state. So I've been in a role um, where I guess everyone was quite negative and and that negativity does rub off on you. And I've had the flip side of that as well. So I've also been able to be exposed to new social groups and new work groups where, um, you know, these people help to elevate my mindset and they help to make me more positive. They help me get more out of my life. So I guess going back to that habit that, uh, you know, is going to help us build that overall well-being and health is the mindset um, surround yourself with people whom you look up to and people whom also have the um, success in life that you really want. Okay, so that's a pretty massive one. Um, and again, if you don't have that social group already or you're not sure, then just reach out, you know, like look them up online, look them up on Facebook, you know, find someone who you admire, who's doing what you want to do and then reach out to them. All right. And the last thing is relationships. So I truly believe that if you don't have strong, intimate relationships, 
and that could be doesn't necessarily have to be a partner, but you know it could be strong intimate relationships with friends, strong intimate relationships with family. Then I believe if you don't have that strong intimate relationship, then you will be largely unfulfilled because it is a, a human need to have that connection. Okay, so building uh, a strong intimate relationship, I am by far, um, f- I'm far from being a, a relationship e- expert, but I know that having a, a strong intimate relationship has really kept me fulfilled. Um, and having having relationships with friends who again like going back to the the mindset and the community groups who who lift you up and you know keep your standard high so the same should be said for your intimate relationship so within your intimate relationship you're keeping each other accountable to a high standard um, and it really just helps you maintain that fulfillment within life so um Again, I'm not going to talk probably too much on that, but like I said, I I would 100% uh, believe that you know to to have full overall total health and well being, you need to be all over those four areas of life. You know, working hard to to make the most of those four areas of life. Now, outside of that, now if if you feel as though you know health and well being um, or eating, training, mindset, relationships aren't you know, a high priority for you, then all you need to do is find out what your highest priorities are, your highest values, and then link your highest values to your overall health and well-being and then those areas of life. So say, say for instance, I could not give two craps about food. I don't really care what I eat. You know, food is just fuel, but uh, I'm too lazy to actually prepare the food. Um, all this sort of stuff, but if I if I take the the fact that you know that I don't really care about food, but if I link that to my highest value, so my highest value is say for instance um, my family, um, and for me to be a good role model for my family, for me to um, be around for a long time to spend that time with my family, then I need to prioritize my health. Now, if for me to be able to prioritize my health, I need to be working on eating better. You know, if if my eating is poor, then my health will be poor, and then I'm unable to be the best version of myself um, around my family and have a good relationship with those people, and I will also not be able to, you know, be around for as long as I need to be to to have that relationship with them. So, and again, like making that link, say if your kids or um, uh, yeah, say say you're a parent and your kids were, were your highest priority and they're your highest value that you're really trying to live to and your own health has slid down the scale in terms of value priorities. So kids very top, say health was like number five or six down the line. Um, now, for you to improve your health and achieve overall health and well-being, you simply just need to link your health to your highest priority being kids. So um, as a parent, I would assume you want to be the best role model possible for your kids. Now, do you believe that you'd be the best role model that you could be for your kids if you were uh, unfit 
if you were unable to you know, play with them, if you were um, you know, constantly depressed and anxious and low on energy and not sleeping well and tired and cranky and all these sorts of things because your health was not where it needed to be because it's not a priority. So if you link the pain from you know, your kids not having the best role model possible to the fact that you need to work on your health, then all of a sudden health becomes a high priority. So I hope that makes sense, guys. And um, I really just want to wrap this one up now so that we're not going for too long. But as I said, health is more than an upbeat quote. Make sure that you are focusing on all of those aspects of your life so that you can truly achieve overall health and well-being. Remember that health and well-being is a lifestyle you should be making lifestyle changes. It's not it's not just gonna happen from going to the gym a couple times a week and, you know, doing some meal prep on the on Sunday and then, you know, blowing it out the out the window when you go out and sink a carton of beers on the weekend, that sort of thing. So remember, health is more than upbeat quote. Health is a lifestyle. Overall health and well being will be achieved through lifestyle changes through eating, training, mindset and relationships. And make sure you link your health to your number one values and priorities. Thanks for listening in, guys. I hope you have a stellar week ahead. I really appreciate you supporting the podcast. If you could give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. Um, As well as that, you can grab me on Facebook, on Instagram. Just search Richard Louder on Instagram. I'm Richard underscore Louder, L-O-W-D-E-R. And I look forward to getting another podcast out to you guys really soon. Chat soon, guys.